Lamed Amid Aleph, about a third of the way down at the new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Hamalva Mois is a Kayin, Vesalevi, Vesaani, Leois Mafrish Aleyan Michalkan. Let's say if a guy comes and knocking on your door, you got a field, and uh, he needs some money. And he happens to be a Kohen, or a Levi, or an Ani. Uh, the field owner would be allowed to forward some cash, in other words, to lend out some money to Bob Cohn, to Jim Levy, to uh, stand the poor man. Leois mafrish alein bechelkan. And the deal is that how is the person going to get paid back? How's the field owner going to get paid back? Well, when he separates out various uh, sections of his produce, let's say for Truma, for Meiser Rishon, for Meiser Ani, which goes to those uh, different characters, he simply keeps it for himself. Now the issue is, three months later, six months later, when he's Mafrishim, does he know that that person who borrowed the money from him months ago is still alive? He can assume, the assumption is Shane Kayaman that they're still around, they're still alive, Vain Khoshe, she doesn't have to be concerned. Shema Mace Hakayin or Levi. Maybe the Kohen Levi is dead, in which case it would be a problem. He can't be mafresh for a dead man. Or, in the case of the Ani, Ha'ashira Ani. The Ani is now actually uh wealthy. And uh currently you can't be taking he wouldn't be able to take the uh tithes for the poor people. Those that does not have to be a concern of the uh field owner. Kama Mesu. If he knows that any of those uh, characters, the Kohen, the Levi, or the Ani, died, what does he have to do? Well, Sarach Lito Rishus Min Yorshin. He would have to uh, get permission from the Yorshin because at the end of the day, the Yorshin, that responsibility to pay off the debt of their father, isn't upon them, and therefore he has to get Rishus from them. If they uh, accept that fact that uh, that that debt that they're going to, uh, 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 he can use the mice. Let's say of the Cohen or of the uh, the truma for the Cohen or the mice of the Levi, comma im hilvan bifnei basedin. If, however, the original money that was lent out was lent out in the presence of a basedin, then um, if it turns out that the one who borrowed the money died. Uh, it would not be uh, an issue that you have to go, the, the field owner would have to get special permission from uh, those who inherited the deceased, because since it was done in the presence of Basin, Basin has the koach to put this uh, responsibility to pay off this debt on the entire family of Kohanim and Levim, essentially as a decree for the benefit of Kohanim and Levim. Essentially, Kohanim and Levim want to be able to borrow money uh, and have that easy uh, without such difficulty, and this allows them to do that, and therefore the entire Shevet of Kohanim, so to speak, Shevet of Levim, agrees to this uh, rabbinical placing of the uh, debt on the entire Shevet, which would then get paid back to the one who lent it. Says the Gemara. It's very interesting here. We said, let's say, the Kohen. Um, the Kohen can borrow $100, and then three months later, when the field owner separates out the Truma, uh, he can just keep the truma. Now, one second. Ask the Gemara, is that even if he didn't like call up the Kohen and say, listen, Bob, you got to come by, Bob Kohn, and here, now I'm going to give you the truma, and you hand right back to me. It's, we didn't see that at all. It seems like it doesn't even have to be given to the Kohen. Now, the problem is, since it wasn't given to the Kohen, like, uh, how how could it possibly be that the field owner was Yotzei, the Chiv, to give the Truma. There's a Chiv Nesina. So Amar Rav, I circled Rav's name, 
in the middle of the next line is Shmuel, I circled Shmuel. And towards the beginning of the next line is Ula, I circled Ula. Three approaches. Says Rav, what's going on in this Mishnah? Bimakire kahuna Lavia. The situation here is where um, Makire, like uh, friends, like Bob Cohen is always the Cohen who gets Truma from this guy, or Joe Levy is always the Levy who gets Meiser from this uh, field owner. And and since it's like obvious to all of, let's say, Kohanim or Leviim that this guy's, uh, this field owner's Truma and Meiser are definitely going into a particular Cohen or a particular Levy, it's almost as though every other, let's just say, Levy has been, had a Hesachadas, had given up hope of getting this stuff. And it's almost as though it, actually did go to the Levi or the Kohen, etc. Shmuel has a different approach. Shmuel Amar, but Mezake Lehen Al Yedei Achayim, that actually what's going on over here is that let's say the field owner is Mafrish, the Truma. He doesn't have to call it Bob Cohen. He, he simply, he, he gives it uh, to a friend and says to his friend, I need you, as I'm giving this to you, to uh, acquire it on behalf of uh Joe Cohn, and it's as though Joe Cohn uh, had it uh, come to his possession, and then the field owner is Yossi, the Nasina, the giving, because he gave it over to someone else. Ula, the third approach who we had circled, Ula Amar Hamani, who's the author of this uh, Tanaic opinion? It's actually Rabiosi. What is Rabiosi? Old Amar. Rabiosi has uh, other cases uh, throughout the Shas where, for the betterment of uh, functioning uh, society, Asu Ashena Zaycha. Where the uh, overall uh, rabbinical approach is to make a party, even though they didn't actually take possession of the item, as though they did take possession of it, and that's how it's working here. So three different approaches. Now, clearly three different approaches. The other two didn't want to say like Rav, Shmuel, and Ula. Rav and Ula didn't want to say like Shmuel, and Rav and Shmuel didn't want to say like Ula. Why essentially do the other two not say like the third? The Gemara goes over this. Kulu. Kirava, underline Rav's name, a line later, I underline Shmuel's name, and a nine line later, under that, I underline Ula. We're going to go over each one of the three uh, opinions and why the other two didn't want to say like that. Kulu, Kirav, Loyamri, why? Kama, because Rav says, oh, it's talking about where uh, Cohen and Gorshin was like a good friend of his. Well, it didn't say that in the Mishnah. Bimakire, I put that word in a phrase marking, Lokitani. I, I mean, that seems to be a very important piece of information. If the Mishnah didn't say it at all, they don't like going with that approach. Kama, Kishmuloi, Kamri, the other two didn't say like Shmuel. Why? Because Shmuel also added in a very like pertinent piece of information. It was Mizaka to them Ayadim. Well, Bimizaka, that word in a phrase marking, Lokitani. Didn't mention anything about that. And that's why the other two don't like to say it's Mizaka and Keula. Why don't they want to say like Ula? Underline Ula's name. Nami Layamri, the other two, Rav and Shmuel didn't want to say like Ula. Why? According to Ula, it makes the Stam Mishnah into a Shitas Yachid of Rabbi and they, uh, Rav and Shmuel, prefer not to do that to a Mishnah. Tan Rabbanan the Gemara brings a brice that goes for six lines and starts here. Hamalva Mois is a kind of a Salevi Vesa'ani. Let's say, knock on the door, it's Joe Cohn or Bob the Levy or a poor person, and he needs to borrow $100, and the agreement is the Mafri Shalein Michalkan, and the field owner who just lent out the $100 will, when he eventually separates out, whether it's the Truman for the Cohen, the Mice Rishon for the Levy, the Maestrani for the Oni, Michal Khan. So, just like the Mishnah said, he can uh, go ahead and do the Afrasha, assuming that those characters are still uh, uh, alive and kicking and doing well. Now, there's five more points that we're going to make in this Bryce, and then we're going to go over each point. If you want, you could number the points, because we'll go over each one um, shortly. But number one, Poisek Imohen Kishar Hazoyal is a number of. Uh, 
uh, things that can be done over here. Shar Hazel is, let's say, lent the guy $100. And um, maybe the price of uh, wheat that he's going to be mafrish, I don't know, in three months from now, the amount of wheat, let's say 10 pounds of wheat for $100, but then 10 pounds of wheat is only worth $75. So he, he can make an agreement with the one he lent the money to that he's going to take it at the lower price, if that lower price is indeed the current market price, because he basically just wants his, the field owner wants $100 back. Number two, Vain by Mishum Ribis, there's no problem of um, interest, which uh, by other types of arrangements like that, you have to sort of wait till the official market price is out. Here you can do it even before there's an official uh, market price. Uh, number three, if Shvi's comes and goes, normally if there's uh, you know something that's owed to someone else, money, uh, that gets uh, released during during the Shemitah year, and that's not the case over here. Uh, and the fourth point, if um, he wants to back out, we'll see who would want to back out over here, he cannot back out. And finally, let's say the deal was this uh, uh, Balabas has a particular field, and the Cohen borrows, I don't know, let's say $100, and the agreement is that this Balabas will get the uh, whatever Truma comes from, I don't know, this particular field uh, over the season, he will take it for himself. Um, if for whatever reason the field owner had Yeush of ever getting, let's say it's a very dry year, this stuff didn't seem to be growing, and the uh, field owner literally verbally declares, I hereby declare, I see it as a total loss, um, then ain mafreshan layin, if some miracle happens and and this, and the produce does grow, uh, he's no longer entitled to it. He can't be mafreshan lefisha ain mafreshan al ha'avud, something that uh, the person had in mind is a total loss. You can't end up, if there's uh, some miracle and it does grow, to be mafresh from it. That's the end of the Tanaic source. The Gemara goes over, uh, each one of the points that were mentioned in the Brisa Amar Mara, we could put in right angles each time, or I just underlined them. Lines are a little bit wider. It's easier to see for me, at least. Uh, I underlined here, Paiskim and Kishar Hazayl. Okay, so they can make an arrangement that whatever the uh, market price at the time he sells it, even if it's a lower price, that's the amount he's going to get. Now, he's going to sell enough Truma to get his $100 back. Pshita, right? Like, why not? Uh, of course he could do that. Well, actually the Chiddush is, and it would be partial if, if that was the deal, but the Chiddush is actually, even if they didn't state that specifically, that's what they can do. Even if there wasn't an arrangement like that, it says, though the uh, that arrangement was made, um, essentially we want to make sure that the field owner who lent out $100 cash is going to get his $100 back, um, and and that's obvious, even if that wasn't stipulated. Uh, I underline these four words: ve'ain boy mishum ribis. There's no problem of uh, ribis over here. Uh, let's say he lent he he gave the guy hundred dollars, and he said he's going to take uh, uh, ten pounds of uh, wheat, which would be hundred dollars, even if there is an increase in price. No product of ribis. My time, why? Because there's not two sides over there. There's only one side. Let's say he has no harvest and he can't get paid. The arrangement was that he'd get whatever truma from this year and there is nothing. This Kohen doesn't have to pay up anything and there's no responsibility on behalf of the Kohen on that side. Well, if he does have nami ain't by mishum ribis, there also would not be a problem of ribis. Ribis has to be where 
um, the party who borrowed will have to pay back, and he'll have to pay back more. He doesn't have to pay back. I underline three words here. If a Shemitah year comes and goes, it won't release the loan. Because the Lokarina made the type of loans that Shemitah releases are the type of loans that the one who lent out the money can pressure the one who borrowed the money to pay him back. But since over here he's not paying back anything to Lokarina Bay, you can't refer uh, this scenario to uh, the requirement in the Pasuk of Lo Yigos, that you're not allowed to pressure the one who borrowed the money to pay back. Underline those five words. That was the fourth point that we uh, noted in the Brisa. If he wants to back out, he cannot back out. Who's the he? So let's say the Balabayas gave over the $100, and then, I don't know, a day or two later, he said, you know what, I want to back out, give me the $100 back. He cannot. Aval the Kohen, the Balabayas, let's say the Kohen wants to back out for whatever reason, he would be allowed to im balaks, or if he wants to back out, he can back out. Until, of course, you know, sometime in the future, once the Balabayas is then the Mashiach of the Peros of that Truma, that it says then he can no longer back out. Ditznan, like we have a Mishnah that goes till the, um, I don't know, it's a real two dots, a phony two dots, about two thirds of a line. Noisen Mois, if he gave him the money, Veloy Moshechem and but he didn't actually do a Mashiach on the Peres, Yachol Lachzor Boy, then he can back out. And one final point that we mentioned in the above Brisa, I underlined here, till the two dots, Nesiyashua Bailim, if the Bailim, whatever happened, a terrible uh, rain year, the owner of this field at a certain point decides verbally and, and declares that he's giving up hope of ever getting anything. Okay, says the Gemara, like, we know that from other Gemaras. Like, if you declare that you don't have any hope of getting it, then that's what we go with. Pshita, asks the Gemara. Lo, comma, not so pasha, rather, tzricha, it's necessary. The case was de'akun. Alkun is like uh, like a stalk. Let's say you have a wheat or barley here, where uh, the the stalks actually started to grow. Oh, and then the person says he gives up hope. Well, you know, if there was like nothing growing, we would understand that. But Maudzatim, you might have thought to say aknasamilsehi. That is something of significance. And therefore, maybe if it continues to grow, we don't give his words validity. Kamashmalan, we don't say that. Tanya, we have a price that goes till the second line of the base. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, underline his name, Oimer, if a person, as we have, similar case to the Mishnah, Hamalva Mois, if a person is lending out money, and we're going to have two scenarios here. Scenario A, I wrote in uh, the letter A over here above the word S, and then a line later above the word V-S, I put a B. So in scenario number one, colon, A, if you have a field under lent out some cash money. Let's call it $100. in. I double underline Bebastin. Uh, this took place in court, which would mean it was like under the auspices of the court. Kama. Umesu. And then let's say that particular cone uh, dies or that Levy dies. The field owner can still be mafresh on land. On the assumption that, let's say, that Levy, the entire shavit of Levim is happy with his arrangement, that that's the case, and that's why you can be even though the person he actually lent the money to is dead. Comma. B, if he lent out the money, let's say the $100, then he lent it out to poor person, and it was in court, then that poor person died, can the field owner, when he's separating out his miser, just take that miser, separate out and keep it for himself? Yes. 
I squiggle underline on the Yisrael on behalf that the basin oversees on behalf of all of the poor people of Israel. Okay, and again, this is a overall decree that the rabbis instituted, knowing that the basic uh, agreement of the Anim will certainly be there because this is in their best interests. Kama Rav Achi, who I underline Amir Becheskas Aniye Oilam, and I squiggle underline Aniye Oilam. It's actually uh, even a broader Chazaka of the of all of the Aniyim out there in the whole world. Okay, uh, the Gemara interrupts for just a moment. I put brackets in over here and ask, "My Beinayu, what do you mean Aniye Yisrael versus Aniye Oilam? What are those two terms? Where is there a practical difference?" Well, Ika Beinayu Aniye Kusim. Do you say included in this is Aniye Kusim? Let's say there's no Jewish Aniyim in the city, but there are Kuthian Aniyim. This person would be able to be mafresh his Maeser Ani for them, and then to hold on to it himself. Why? Because they also uh, merit it, because at least that opinion holds that Kusim were valid converts. However, the Tanakama holds that they were converts only because they had the fear of the lions, and you would not be able to separate out Maeser Ani for them, for certainly for Jewish anim, you could. That's the end of the brackets. Back in the Tanaic source for another line and a half, let's say the poor person, if the poor person lent the money out to became wealthy, then you cannot be um, mafrish on him. He's not a poor person anymore. Uh, this uh, borrower doesn't have to. Uh, pay back anything. Why? Because he originally borrowed the money on the condition he wouldn't have to pay it back. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Okay, now, we see sometimes the Rabbanan agreed that you make a Takana, uh, like if the person died, the Kohen or the Levi, um, they made a Takana that the, the field owner will still get his stuff back, but not if the uh, poor person became wealthy. The Rabbanan asked the Gemara now, Maishna, why, why is there a difference, a distinction? Lamisa Delva Takana, that they did a Takanta, that uh, in case the, let's say the uh, Kohen or the Levi dies, that they made a, uh, a fix for this so the field owner can get his money back. Umaishna la Ashirus, and though when it came to. Uh, the poor person getting, like, suddenly uh, wealthy, why not? Well, and here's the difference between Misa and Shri, and Ashirus. Misa Shricha, Ashirus Shricha. Misa, certainly ask anyone who works in the Chavar Kedisha, is Shriach. It's just about the surest thing that there is. Ashirus, for somebody who is uh, uh, destitutely poor to be considered an Ani to suddenly become wealthy, is not very common. And therefore, like the Rabbanan always do, they uh, employed their Rabbanans to take effect in common cases, not in uncommon cases. Amarav, Papa, the famous Amri Inshi, Hainud Amri Inshi, it's like people say, Chavrech mis asher, is asher, lo tasher. Roughly translated as, if you hear that your friend or buddy died, asher, believe it. Like, uh, oh, very sad, Baruch Tainemis. However, Isasher, if you hear your friend or buddy is now like a mega millionaire, Lotasher, don't believe it. Now, it might be true, but you got to look into it. Um, through most of human history, it was not as common as it is for us blessed in Israel and America these days to have people who really do make fortunes. It's still not common, let's say, and definitely less common than people dying. 
Said the Mishnah, a mace, sarklito rishus, and then really the vechule is the ikr part, um, where the Mishnah had concluded and said that if, however, the money was lent by the field owner in the presence of Bastin, um, he does not have to, the field owner, get permission from the heirs in the case of uh, death of, say, this Kohen or Levi. Tanya, we have a little brysa, authored by Rebbe, goes all of four words, I box Rebbe's name, box the brysa, Rebbe Oimer, Yorshin, Sheyarshu, uh, heirs, who inherit? Okay, that's the end of the snake source. Asks the Gemara, what do you mean, Yorshin? Who Yarshin? Umika Yorshin. Delo Yarsi? Is there such a thing as a Yarish who doesn't Yarish? Like, by definition, you're a Yarish if you Yarish. So, what are we exactly, what is Rabbi saying? Ella? So, I squiggle underline the Ella, Ella Amar, Rabbi Yochanan. Sheyarshu Karka. It's got to be a case where the heirs who inherited inherit the things that the, the lien was attached to, namely land assets, and not if they inherit only money. If they inherit only money, well, there was never a lien onto the money. There was a lien onto the land assets. Rabbi Sana put an extra underline under the Nun Saf in his name. And the reason I did that is two lines later, in the middle of the line, we're going to have Rabbi Yochanan, and then under Yochanan with an extra underline under the Chesanun of his name. So the dyslexics amongst us won't get confused. Let's say the entirety of the land that he left was like a little, little, literally like a needle's sized piece of land, a tiny little bit. All that can be collected would be the little bit of land. Whereas Malay Kardum, if he left a axe size, a much larger size piece, that's how much you can collect. In other words, you can only collect based on how much land was left. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan Amar says differently. Even if there was just a little bit of land left over, even a little piece of land, he can collect the entirety of the amount owed. Similar to the case of that small field that happened with Abaye, there was a person who was owed $100. The one who owed it died, leaving a little piece of land that was only worth 50 So the one who was owed the 100 came, collected that piece of land for his debt, and then um, the... Yisimim came along and said, actually, we want that land. We're going to give you $50. We're going to buy it back. So he agreed to that. And the next day he showed up again and says, well, you owe me another 50 and took the land again. And that's the way he can, uh, by doing this over and over again, get his entire debt. Period. Tan Rabban, the Gormings of Brisa, somewhat not necessarily related to the previous sugya. Brisa goes for f- three lines, starts here. Yisrael Shamar Levi. Let's say you have Yisrael who says to a Levi, Hey, uh, Mr. Levi, Meiser Yeshlecha Biyadi, end quote, four-word quote. Meiser uh, Yishoyin, I got some Meiser uh, of yours in my possession. Kama, ain't chayishin l'chumas Meiser Shabbai. We're not going to be concerned. Now, normally what happens, you have a field owner, he gives the Meiser Yishoyin to the Levi, the Levi then takes 10% and gives it to the Kohen. This Levi was informed by this uh, field owner that, uh, yeah, I got some Meiser of yours. Apparently, we are not concerned for the Trumas Meiser in it, okay? As opposed to, comma, I put a quotation marker on these five words, core Meiser Yesh I double underline the word core. He, he mentions a unit, a, uh, a ton of Meiser, a core of Meiser of yours do I have? In that case, we are yes, Chayish and the Trumas Meiser, we're concerned for the Trumas Meiser. That is the end of the Brisa.
Um, probably a little bit unclear, and that's why the Gemara's first question is, my Kamar, what specifically is going on in that Brisa? Amar Abaya, circle Abaya's name, I put a number one in the margin. About seven lines later, first word on the line is Amar, then comes the name, which we circled of Misharsha, Braider of Eddie, and that's the second approach, I put a number two in the margin. And about six, seven lines later, first word on the line is Amar, and then comes Ravashi, we circled Ravashi, and put a number three in the margin. As you can see, we're going to have three approaches each one quite different from the other, to uh, explain what's going on in this price. So, my Kamar, let's see the first. Amar Abaye, I circle the Abaye's name. Hachi Kaamar. This is a way to understand what's going on in the Brisa. Yisroel Sha'amar Lelevi. Okay, that's the same. Yisroel says to Lelevi. Meiser Yesh Lecha Biyadi. That's the same. Here's where it gets different. Veheilach Damav. And here, uh, take the uh, cash uh, equivalent of that. Oh, um, that is the explain, understanding according to Abaye. So you have a field owner. He says to the levy, you got some miser. I separated from, you know, my produce for you. Take the money and sell it to me. And the levy takes the money. This Yisroel does not have to be concerned that maybe the Levi, you know what the Levi is going to do? He's going to actually uh, uh, make that Meiser, Trumas Meiser, um, for some other stuff that he has. Let's say this particular deal was for one ton of Trumas Meiser. There's no concern that this Levi is going to go home. This Levi personally has, I don't know, uh, five or ten tons of Meiser Rishon was given to him that he hasn't taken to a Meiser, and he's going to declare, oh, you know, that stuff that I just got the cash for that's at uh, at, at that farmer's house is going to be Trumas Meiser on everything. You don't have to be Chayshish for that. Kama. The second part of the Braisa explains Abai. This is what's going on. Kur Meiser Yeshachabiyadi. If the deal uh, is, is described as being you have a core of Meiser, like the the field owner mentions a specific amount of meisers when he says to the levy that uh, I have of yours. The Heilach and here take the cash equivalent. There, since he mentioned an amount, we are choshesh, we are concerned, Shema so trumas meisers, malkamacha, that maybe this uh, levy is going to go back home, he's going to light up a cigar, and he's going to say, well, let's see, I got like about nine times as much of Meiserishan that hasn't had the Trumas Meiser taken from him, I'm going to declare that stuff back at that farmer's house is all going to be the Meiser, uh, Trumas Meiser for my Meiserishan. That's the case. Now, the way we're explaining it, we're turning this Levy into quite a uh, slime bag. And therefore, the Gemara right away doesn't like this case. Um, I mean, like you could explain the way I buy it, but the Gemara says, Atu, Birishi Askinan, one second, are we talking about wicked people? Essentially what this levy did is he took the cash equivalent of what should be coming to him and then moments later declares that all that stuff that he just took the cash for is going to cover his Trumas Meiser responsibility. Exclamation point. Question mark. Like That's very hard to imagine. Ella. So he's squiggling on the Ella and circled uh, approach number two is from Misharsha Brader of Eddie. Haki Kamar. He's going to be the second attempt to uh, give an explanation to the Bryce that we had now about... Uh, uh, 10, 9, 8 lines ago. Says, that the Yisroel Sha'amar Leben 
Levi. Oh, I squiggle on the word Ben. It's not Yisrael speaking to a Levi. It's Yisrael speaking to the son of the Levi. And he says to him, Meiser la'avicha, I squiggle on la'avicha. Actually, you know, I have some Meiser of your father, who's currently passed away, Biyadi. Hey, Lachdamav, here, you take the uh, cash equivalent, and essentially you're selling it to me. Okay. The concern is not there since there's no specified amount. We don't have to be concerned that before that fellow passed away, uh, that Levi, that he made it to cover something else. However, if the deal is, and this is the second half of the above rice and now being explained, here I have uh, I have a ton of miser that uh, you know the deal was was going to be your father's. Uh, he's uh, no longer uh, with us. He passed away last week, and says this field owner to the son, and here take the cash equivalent." In that case, you do have to be concerned. That you never know. Like he knew he had a ton of stuff that, was, as far as he knew, it was coming to him, and maybe he had made it. Trumas Meiser declared Trumas Meiser for some other uh, Meiserish that he had. You never know. Okay, that's the way Ramesh Shabrit Ravetti wants to explain the Brisa. The problem with that is that since we're dealing with, uh, unless otherwise uh, stated, religious people, you can't do that. People, Lechatrila, do not have some amount of uh, produce cover as the Trumas Meiser for the Maiserishin that they have. Are we going to suspect um, religious people to take Truma, whether it's the first Truma, Truma Gedeula, or the second Truma, that would be the Truma's Maiser that's taken by the Levi, from stuff that wasn't connected, and that's the only way this would work, is if this particular Levi, before he died, declared uh, on some other Maiserishin that he had, that this would be the Trumas Maiser to cover it, but they weren't near each other, and, and we don't suspect that. Ella, in which case, we squiggle and line the Ella, and we move on to the next generation. Amar Ravashi, I circled Ravashi, Haki Kamar. And Ravashi is the third attempt to give an explanation to what's going on in that Brisa. Here we go. Now, Ravashi has that it's actually um, not the Yisrael who's speaking here, it's the Ben Yisrael. I squiggle around the word Ben, the son of the of a Yisrael who says to a Shama Levi, who says the following line, well, uh, you know, before uh, this uh, this fellow says, before his father passed away, um, he, uh, dad told him that there's some uh, Meiser of yours in our possession, or Meiser Lavicha Biyadi, or some Meiser of your father's. Okay. What? What do we say? In this case, we're going to change this around. We, we had it the way the price it was about 20 lines ago was first the Ein Cheshen, the Cheshen. We're saying, no, the Levi in this case. By the way, he's not offering him cash, not offering him money. He's giving him the Miser. So this is the Ben Yisrael who's speaking to a Levi or to the son of a Levi, but it's a Ben Yisrael who's actually giving him the stuff. The Levi has to, yes, be Cheshen, the Chumas Miser Sheboy, that there might be Chumas Miser there. Why? Kavan Deloikit, since there wasn't a set fixed amount of how much Maiserishin there was, Lohav Metakinle Balabayas. The Balabayas couldn't have fixed it because he didn't know how much there was. 
However, if the deal was, and I put in quotation marks four words, Kur Meiser Lecha Biyadi, listen, uh, says the field owner, uh, who's now the son because the father passed away, uh, dad told me that there's a ton or a core of Meiser Rishon that we have of yours, or Kur Meiser Lavicha Biyadi, and here, take it, there, the uh, person receiving it does not have to be concerned that there is Trumas Meiser because the Israel field owner would have taken care of it. Kavan de Kit, since it was a set amount, Tekune Takne, the Balabayas. That's very interesting. The Balabayas took care of it, but uh, it's not the Balabayas' stuff. How could he take care of it? Does the Yisrael Balabayas have permission? He can take Trumas Meiser. Like his job is to take the Trum and give it to a Kohen. But the way things usually work is that then uh, 10% is given to the Levi, and then the Levi, once he gets it, turns around and gives 10% of that to the Kohen. But here you have the Yisrael Balabayas taking the Trumas Meiser. Can you do such a thing? Actually, in, yes, you can. And it's according to the snake opinion of Abba Elazar ben Gamlehi Desanya. Here's a Brisa. Brisa goes till the Mishnah on the seventh line of the next Talmud. We boxed it off. And we'll see the Shita now of Abba Elazar. Says the Brisa, Abba Elazar ben Gamla Oimer. There's a Pasuk talking about taking of the Truma that uses the plural term. It says, Veneshavlachem Trumaschem. Plural. Like uh, the Truma Gedola as well as the Truma Smice that's done by the. Levi, but it sort of lobs them together in the same word. The Pasuk is referring to the truma, two Trumas, because uh, this Pasuk is talking about a, a Levi, and the type of Truma that Levi has to take is the Trumas Meiser from what he gets. And then it, it says in the Pasuk, it has to be Kedagan Min HaGairin. Now, Dagan Min HaGairin is the typical Truma Gedayla, and it equates the two. Achas, one is Truma Gedola, that's the regular old Truma, they say uh, amount given by the field owner to the Kohen initially, and Achas Truma Smeiser, that's the, what's usually given by the Levi, 10% of the stuff that he gets. Colon. Uh, number one, Kishem, I vectored this word Kishem two lines later, there's another word Kishem, which I vectored and called it number two, Tuli Mudim. Here we go. Kishem, just like Truma Gedola. The original tie taken by field owners to give to the Kohen, they tell us, but I made it can be done estimated, it's approximately 150th. Um, and there's no problem with that because actually, there is no sheer to how much has to be given. We just have an estimation. You give like 2%, a little bit more, a little bit less. So it can be done with an estimation. Ube machshava doesn't have to actually be physically separated or even verbally just think. Um, you, know, you think it to yourself, the, the part doesn't like the left, uh, southeast corner of that box is going to be the Truma. That works for Truma Gadola. Kach, so too, and this is a Chiddush, for Truma's Meiser, Nitalis Baimidu Machshava can also be done that same way with estimation and just merely thinking about it. And similarly, uh, number two, another uh, equ- equating the two, Kishem, just like Shiyeshle Rishus the Balabais, Litram Truma Gadola. Who takes the Trumagdola? Who separates it? The owner of the field. So too, Kach, and I underline these five words. Yeshle Rishus the Balabayas. The Balabayas has full permission. Litroim, the Trumas Meiser. You could do that as well. And that is the opinion of Abba Elazar ben Gamla. That's the end of the Brisa. And, and that is, uh, I guess, according to Ravashi's approach, what's going on here is it's actually the Balabas who is separating out the Trumas Meiser. Adkan.